As punks, we are honored to put our first show of the new year up on Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Day. I would be your digital host, Russ Shaw, and if the punks and I could only be a fraction of that energy that still carries on, the ripple effect of his life, if we could be a milliwatt of the change agent or extremist, thinking about the day that you and I, that we may die. I was born just a little over two months after the day that Reverend Dr. King was taken from us. And talking about what makes one feel inferior, this man pushed against that with all his might, even to the point of dying for his cause. So this episode, we salute and honor Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You speak of our activity in Birmingham as extreme. Was not Jesus an extremist for love? Would we be extremists for the preservation of injustice or for the extension of justice? This is Punk Theology, the podcast. One day I woke up, I woke up knowing today is the day I will die. Cast off was barking, went to the park and enjoyed it one last time. I swear the happiest day of my life is the day that I die. Did you miss us? Episode 19, Season 2. I didn't want a second chance. Now that's exactly where I am. Back where I didn't want to be. Back where I knew you'd find me. I'm good. I got it. He's an awesome guy, loves stuff. You have to give him a good Did you just hit record? You did a rush shot? He just did it. That's correct. Uh, it's 2019, the punks are here. We can't decide what to talk about. No, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> this is a, I'm this is start a 2019 off just This is a hard launch. We're doing a hard launch. One right of the here. ideas was talking about inferiority. That's a good inferiority. idea. Inferiority. Yeah, you guys almost I got in a fight a, about it. Can we have the <laughs> listeners pick what we talk about tonight? Uh, no, no, because it's not a live show, Chuck. Oh, oh, so yeah. Our listeners We're don't recording. talk to us. Oh. They don't. A few of them do. A few yeah. of them do. Yeah, not very many. Thank you, Carl. Most people who listen for your support. They don't want to admit they listen. They don't uh, give us. And we're okay with show. that. I know. No, I'm not. They might talk to us, but they don't give us. <laughs> I feel feedback. really sad. We wouldn't have a strong yeah. online yeah. presence unless Russ is posting political memes against the Catholic Church. <laughs> 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 Isn't that like every other post? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes For a while, it's a lot. Sometimes it's it has been three. a lot. It so, triggers the fuck out of me. So you should post it to PT. Yeah, or Catholic. Catholic. I'm triggered. I'm posting this to my podcast website. That it I really does, man. It's like I don't know. How do you how do you still remain a, a Roman Catholic today as a card carrying Roman Catholic? Well, I mean, they I issue cards. No, they well, no, they do. <laughs> yeah, they you give so much money, they give you like a hat. Little, are they look like little punch cards? Yeah, and if you get, if you do ten of them, you get to molest a little boy. <laughs> People just oh, dark. That's dark comedy. People right just there. Just, just the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one you record show early It's fucking bad. This is not the, the Catholic Church. Is <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I'm really like the angry. contained within. I'm ready. I'm ready to go full Benjamin. Uh, not, we're not fully Benjamin Wheeler and carry a picket sign. I think that'd be fun. Oh God. I might do that. Haven't we had this conversation already? Numerous yeah. times. Numerous. <laughs> I'll reboot the show. Yeah, thank okay, you. Thank you. Stop it. It's like, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Push the button. No. Commence reboot of the show. Stand by. Rebooting the show. Reboot of the show is underway. Please stand by. Stand by. 
rebooting the show. Don't forget the stick. Don't talk over each other. Okay. Oh, yeah, we'll I got beer bottle. Pokemon. Yeah, we have a Pokemon. You're holding it, John. Go ahead. Introduce us. Derek. Derek. Yeah. Okay. No, Derek. Fine. <coughs> so this came up in a thread that we talked about a couple of days ago. Uh, the, just being really bothered in situations where you feel like people are treating you inferior. Inferiorly. Lee. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Don't correct me, John. Sorry. Well, you were. <laughs> you think I'm stupid? No, I do not. You're no, just. No, but you made eye contact. Yeah, 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 yeah. English was, No. That was, Listen, Derek has a talking stick. Shut up. Okay. It's a talking Pokemon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Reboot the so, show. Yeah. No. Uh, so, uh, and I came up with a thing that Chuck had brought up. So I'm gonna give. The I don't talk, even remember what I was the talking, talking about. <laughs> yeah, damn it! I could look in the, my phone. You were talking. Warning: Please press stop on your disc player now. This disc is for use with a Sega CD system only. Stand by. Rebooting the show. Stand by. Rebooting the show. Performance anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Better yeah. launch. No, I actually would launch out of my house pretty easily. Um, there's a, isn't there a movie failure yeah. launch where the guy lives at home or whatever? Yeah. It's actually, it's uh, funny. It's a good yeah, movie. It is Underrated. a good movie. It's a rom com. Yeah. 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 It's, um, uh, no, I Jessica Sarah Parker and uh, Bradley Cooper. One of Bradley Cooper's. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Well, Bradley yes. Cooper's in it. Matthew McConaughey's the. But yes, right. it feels yeah. like a rom com. It was. It was yeah. a rom com. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I left home rather young at age and never looked back. It was awesome. It's good. So okay, so leading into this, I so I kind of engaged you with this idea, and you were saying that people will come out and they'll say something to you like, "I'm smarter than you," and you're like, "Fuck that!" And I was like, "No, sometimes people are actually smarter than you." No, <laughs> and so that's we we were talking about another topic. Okay, um, and right. I which. As far as a show idea, and I didn't want to do it because I thought it would come across as being like other shows that we canned. Uh, <laughs> and that's where you brought up, you know, like, I used an example of just someone being smarter than you. And you, Rush, you said that, well, there's sometimes people are. Yeah. And, and thank God for people in my life that were smarter than me because I think I know But everything. they're not smarter than you. They just think differently than you do. Okay. Just because you... You personally believe that they're smarter than you because either they can do math really well or they understand biology or whatever. Or, or, or I bored yeah, something. They can do math, math good. good. They, do math they good. talk they better than you do. Whatever it is, right? right? They they or I bored some you guys. <laughs> right? They Are they we making you feel inferior? So John has the talking Pokemon. Hey, shut up. <laughs> okay. What what I heard wasn't. It's interesting the way Russ is interacting with it. With intelligence because this was a thread by the way that we were posting on because what I was interacting with Chuck was more you being concerned that uh, someone or some of us or whatever the conversation is that there's the idea that people come off as more woke yeah I use those yeah. terms and, and woke seems more relevant than intelligence, especially yeah, yes. lately. Consciousness. I think you could make the case that Donald Trump's president, for the for the very reason that a lot of people in the country are sick of being condescended to by yeah. people that know better. You know, that I drive a pickup truck and you think you're smarter than me. Fuck yeah, you. I'm voting for Trump. You know that yeah. that kind of phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought it was more of a woke thing. 
in, in terms of that inferiority or that condescension. But th that's th th I'm just saying that's why I was well, interacting that's with. Was, and I really that's why I that that's how a lot of. <laughs> So many good reasons to vote for Trump. And so many bad reasons. To There's not a good. Did you really vote for, vote for Trump? I didn't vote for Hillary either. But I so didn't you just vote didn't for vote. Trump. No, I voted for some third party person. Oh, okay. I voted for Gary so Johnson. Voted. I voted for Gary Johnson. I voted for. At least you remember the name of the person you voted for. <laughs> I can't really. I not only I voted for Bernie Susan. Sanders, I caucused for him. You did you? <laughs> no, I caucused. I voted for oh, Jill Stein and, and Bernie Sanders because my wife doesn't vote, but she'll sign a ballot I hand her. Oh. 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 Like, you're still a complimentarian. <laughs> Damn. And girl. I split my vote. <laughs> Misha's in the room, too. Oh, I want to add. We have like 12 people in the room. Yeah, there's right a, it's a, a full house. Connor's here. Hey, Hi, Connor. Hello, Connor. Connor. Connor and Misha's I'm back. Misha's uh, Misha. back in the room. Misha's more important than you, Connor. Hey, hey. yeah, no, so. she is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I have the highest voice in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that and you uh, were not a big sausage fest. What were we? Uh, uh, misogynistic that circle jerk. Right. <laughs> if you're go. gonna insult us, do it right. Do, yeah. <laughs> do it on record. Yes. Um, Sausage Fest is JV. Thank you. <laughs> I my religion. I don't JV religion. insults I'm are not allowed here. Where's the, uh, the, the talking okay, Pokemon I still have? I'm making fun of what's that guy's name? Asshole. <laughs> Donald Trump. Okay. Read it in. Read it in. Zach Galvanak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he's going through a hard time. That's fine. That's fine. He's going through a hard time. But he's the, he's what I'm talking about, though. He's woke. Right? Like, okay. That, okay. Oh, there's an example. He's, he's, he's an example. Yeah. He's an example. It's everywhere he, he goes. He would say that he's not. He would he would pose himself as a humble person. I'm just like you. I'm trying to figure it out. Right. I can and recall another narcissistic personality that used to say, "I'm just a nobody." Telling uh, everybody. everybody about somebody. <laughs> about somebody, you know, oh, with in reference oh, to uh, damn to Jesus. This was a thing that a narcissistic pastor would frequently say from the pulpit. And who was that? Uh, I don't. It's, Mark. it's irrelevant. Oh. He's so who not be named. Oh, okay. It's irrelevant. It's just you know. Yeah. This, this kind of things happen. People have this false humility. They pretend to be the humble. forgotten yeah. one. And that's part of that woke sort of I angle. Know. I think dark mystical. That pisses me off. <laughs> Pikachu. Okay, but wh what's you. interesting is why do you react to it? I'm just Maybe. asking. Like, I'm, yeah. I, I'm not saying I don't. That's where the question gets interesting. I'm not saying I don't. Yeah, it but, does get interesting. But because I, I, I find myself reacting most, as well. Mostly because of my childhood growing up, probably. Not probably. So who did you yeah. interact with that you didn't like that game? It was off? well, it was performance based okay. growing up. Oh wow. So it's okay. My granted, I never had to have good grades. But I saw that when my oldest sister got A's. Why are you? Give him the Pokemon stick. Oh, I don't need the Pokemon stick. No, it's good. Go ahead. Um, you know, like she was praised for it. And when she didn't, she wasn't praised for it. And then as far as sports for me, it was all it was performance based. I did well, I was loved. If yeah. I didn't do well, I wasn't loved. Yeah, I got that very much from my childhood. I connect with you on that. It's like I had, I had a father who's very athletic. And I. You know, I was born with, uh, with, with like legally half blind in one eye. I actually inherited that from the bastard, <laughs> but but he was very athletic, and I was kind of more of an artsy kid. And mm -hmm. I don't think like I was like those things were ever cultivated in me. So I was just sort of sidelined. Yeah. And uh, my sister got the accolades for being athletic. I mean, whatever. Everyone has daddy mommy issues and shit. But right. but but that was ingrained though in, in some way. Like if you're athletic, you're good. If you get good grades you're good if you're creative eh, it's, it's less valued because families within themselves have value systems yeah and, yeah so does the fear of inferiority then come from us not knowing our gifts and talents and how we should serve the world like like there's a lot of religious organizations that will shit on the self for example yeah like oh how dare this culture be all about the self and there's some truth to that. I think that psychologists would point to the ego and say you're just inflating the ego, and that's Time not really. Oh wow! There goes. Thank you. Batteries. Uh, tell us to go to bed. Yeah, the kids say it's time to go to bed. <laughs> that's awesome. Go ahead. Go again. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, self help. Self help. Yeah, yeah, psychology, so. and then so so this level of spirituality would say that the self is bad. Yeah. And and do we inherit some of that, and does that play into inferiority issues? <coughs> That's something I'm really interacting with lately. Is 
um, seeing that a lot of my uh, previous iteration of Christianity and some of that conditioning left me with an atrophied sense of self mm -hmm. because lean not on your own understanding and the self right. is wicked above all and yeah, you know it, me too. It, the whole thing is about like this sort of denial of self or trying to crucify the self however you you, you want to yeah, like phrase it a good understanding of it he must increase i must decrease as right. saint john said you know all, all these things and, and that gets ingrained in you he's like you're not important you're not valuable oh it's what you want now you know those kind of things yeah and then you become an adult you realize no it's probably good for me to have a good sense of self but i don't know how to do that sometimes when i'm trying to navigate through some tricky waters that right. maybe a faith narrative doesn't have pat answers or the pat answers don't work you know yeah, we've got to yeah. be nuanced and gray and and you you kind of dismantled and, and just destroyed all this stuff anyway and you're trying to find some ground and i'm finding that like there's kind of this diminished sense of internal resources and that's a lot of my therapy work is some right. of this stuff how that will show up in an inferiority complex i mean i think it's just maybe i think there's i i think the temptation would be people can look around and think that other people have some things figured out that you don't mm, yeah and, like, i did like yeah. like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but mm. you know arthur does or at least he pretends to or whatever like you perceive that he does <laughs> well i i i just i could name you no no i know but it's the it's it's your perception of it. Yeah. You don't know what that guy's like. He seems right. to have his shit together. Yeah. Well, again, I... And we're attracted to that. Especially the guys. To I think men have a lot of that. Like, I'm attracted to the guy who's got his shit together. Arthur. So, I think, like, the idea of intelligence is a really bad measure because it's measurable. And so... Mm -hmm. Correct. You can not be as intelligent as someone. Yeah. Right? We're going but, but, or... But, but I don't okay. think that's really where... I don't think that's really where the insecurity hits. I, I think most of us can acknowledge, okay, yeah, this guy's really smart and I don't measure up to that level of intelligence. And that's usually not a huge problem. Um, once you're to a certain maturity level, like maybe it matters to you if you're trying to be intelligent and get good grades at some young age. But I, I think the difference is, is later on in life, when you're trying to figure out how life works and you're insecure about your ability to just adult, mm, yeah, and, and and be in a relationship, or you know, <coughs> not offend people, or whatever, you know, all those soft skills that aren't measured in something that's just like, are you smart? Because <laughs> um, I don't think I don't think it's really about intelligence. I think it's I think really we're insecure about whether someone's gonna like us, whether emotional intelligence, emotional know, intelligence, whether we yeah whether we make a good friend and I think that's where we really get offended is because we want to be wanted mm -hmm. not we want like sure we want to be smart but ultimately uh, for a lot of people that's just a path to being wanted yeah I think I mean where I see that I struggle with this and I think where it connects is just people other people having conditional value systems mm -hmm. and them saying I value my own value system more than I value you as a person. Yes. And then communicating that, not directly, but obviously, in the way that they talk to you. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you need to fix yourself before I will take you seriously as a human being. Mm -hmm. And I think that's yeah. probably, and and that's, it's honestly, it's nearly impossible to have a relationship with somebody without running into this. Some, some version of that at some point. Um, but some people... Are they have inflated their own value system so highly above uh, most other people? The value for most other people that they're constantly yeah. and they're constantly evangelizing. That's where evangelism comes from. Is uh, is trying is trying to tell someone my value system is more important than you as a person, and you can be valuable too. But you have to join my value system before I accept you as a human. This is the even counter. Okay. I mean, I mean, well, I, that evangelical narrative or, or sure. example. Yeah, I mean, evangelical church, uh, veganism, no, oh, uh, <laughs> <Pita, laughs> CrossFit, uh, cro yeah, like all that stuff is like it's litmus tests. Yeah. It's how deep your litmus tests go to qualify to be human. It's uh, it's uh, uh, what's the term that they're virtue signaling, right? That's mm. a huge. 
that's a huge thing right now and a, a kind of a buzzword that people are talking about. Um, and that's what virtue signaling is, is, right? Is like giving this kind of statement about like, oh, I think that I, this m version of morality is, is superior to uh, your actions. And so like, I'm not saying it, but I'm implying that I'm a better person than you are. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, every version of an exclusive group has that. That's how you get into the group, is you match their value system. Yeah. And the basis of the group is our values are more important than the people that don't accept these values. Do what you think we group? do that here? Yeah, I was just going to say, oh, we're going to have to have an episode on what our values are. Within our own range. Yeah, I'm sure we do it here. No, I'll fuck that. I'll bring in whoever. Cause yeah, you will. Well, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't mean they'll fit, Ross. Yeah. Because uh, that's very true. As you're talking, like like an example, I can think of. I, I'm sorry. I would be lying if I if I told you that, that like there's like some there's a couple guys in particular I can think of that I go to church <laughs> with that they're fucking Trump supporters, and I'd be lying to you if I said that that sat well with me. Because I just uh, I internally judge them, or, or and because they're smart guys and they should know better. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen well, to me. And I, and I think I think what it comes down to is that that what what we hold up, yeah. like you know, I am a Trump supporter. Here's here's my identity card. I'm going to flash that around as my thing. Like we have our value systems associated with that, and they may have a completely different view of what being sure. a Trump supporter is than what you do, but you're, you see them through the lens of your value yes, system. without and, question. And I was actually going to go the same place as Derek with this idea of, of you know, our, our value systems. And, and um, whether you're woke, intelligent, emotionally intelligent, whatever it is, is um, the, it all comes down to whether you feel valued as a person and you know as who you are and if somebody says oh you're not woke then all of a sudden you feel devalued and and that that <clears throat> sense of worth that sense of self-worth mm -hmm. i think ultimately comes down to a safety issue yes and it definitely there's a fear element to it sure. too. like if you're not going to value me then are you going to consider me on the same <coughs> level as you am i safe with you if you don't value if thing, you don't value sure. me yeah. and if i'm not safe with you are we ever going to be able to be vulnerable and connect on a deep level yeah that's really um, good. and i think that's really important that's in, authentic in community is when you can do that right mm -hmm. yeah. and so you, the, the, the thing i would say about that though is i felt like i grew up taking that kind of feedback, criticism, judgmentalism, whatever you want to call it that's wrapped up in that, and then you do, yeah, you take it personally. But eventually I grew up to a place where you had to earn your ability to make me feel that way. Mm. Like, just because you have an opinion and it, you're, and, and you view me judgmentally doesn't mean it's going to hurt me emotionally anymore. It's because you have your value system set in place that doesn't necessarily value other people's opinions of you. Fuck yeah. And and <laughs> why, why should they by default matter? So there's like seven billion people on the planet. Yeah. So it's kind of like punk kind of like you you know you built this wall right. Doesn't matter who funded the wall, but you built this wall. Right? <laughs> I funded and, uh, the wall. <laughs> um, Ar Arthur's a wall funder. But you, but There's you, one you thing get that we know about wall, and that's it really matters whose credit. <laughs> who get whose credit who goes credit? to the wall? That's the, the wall, most important yeah. thing. Yes. Right, right, right. Who yeah. gets credit for the wall? But you also get to most decide. You get to decide who's coming through your wall. Who else you, is going to yeah. decide? Well, for me. you get to decide that. But people who haven't put up a wall like that. You know, anybody's coming at them, and they have to decide how much they're going to be attacked. Like, how much, yeah. how safe they're going to feel. Especially and since the, the Christian person, narrative says, let everybody in. But that's the difference. I don't yeah, have a wall. It's just shooting though. rubber bullets. It depends on the Christian narrative, right? Mm, I think that's, I <laughs> mean, enough. that's the ideal that gets preached a lot, right? Like, like let everybody in. Let, like, you know, bring in the, the sinner and the... You know, yeah. like, just let everybody and everybody gets a chance. Everybody's I guess that would be the authentic Christian masses. narrative. So, yeah. The first guy to build a bridge, well, I wonder what people said, right? The first guy that said, hey, let's build a bridge so everyone can come over. Fuck that guy. Like, there had been a bunch of people that just went, fuck that guy. He came up with this bridge idea. That's probably a bad idea. 
It's it's about becoming Neo at the end of the Matrix, where when somebody's <laughs> shooting judgmental bullets at you, you can dodge them or just make them fall yeah, down. Exactly. Like they just have no power. Yeah, that's beautiful. But like we grow yeah, up thinking everybody's opinion matters. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. fucking matter. Yeah, yeah, but, but do they bad. matter if we have to object to it so violently? Because can't we just be in the room with difference? difference and I don't have to convince you to be like I me. I don't have to inject myself into every conversation because you disagree with me or my value system. I, I really track with what you're saying. So I've I've several thoughts. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm my mind's going 100 miles an hour. So I think we're getting into a place where perhaps relationships are more defined by values than they are beliefs, right? Oh. Yeah. And there's a difference, yeah. you know, like all of us here have, I would say probably similar values, but probably different beliefs on yeah. a number yeah. of things. Yeah. And like, like my example with uh, people I might go to church with, they have different values than me, but maybe our beliefs are similar, you know, mm -hmm. and yeah. I don't know if that's the internet, I don't know if that's more pluralism or, or, or you know, just the flow of information. Or so you have kind of these concentric circles yes. of, of value systems, and sometimes they overlapped in places where you can actually interact with someone on one level but still be separate from them on another level yep. and you can you know you can have that respect but maybe you don't have that closeness or maybe you have well, that closeness and you disagree on some other things. I think so. you're pinpointing something and saying that values are where safety's found. Mm -hmm. Maybe in my I don't know former life beliefs is where I found that security but it's mm -hmm. not anymore because I think right. values is really where the safety feels for me like values or where safety's found. We should put a hashtag on that. To okay. promote punk theology. We'll do yeah, that. I think Walmart might steal that or something. <laughs> put it on their gun but section. Why do we have to be so intent on convincing Roll people back your values. <laughs> that what we believe is right? You need to come And I gotta spend my time convincing you to believe like I do. Why can't we accept the mm. belief that others have? Yeah. And that's fine. Because if I'm confident enough in who I am yeah. and yeah. what I believe, then Connor can love. I can love what Connor <laughs> believes. Mm -hmm. I don't have to spend all my energy and time convincing him to believe like because me. some beliefs are fucking stupid and insecure. <laughs> but People isn't that yeah, the very same thing? It's rooted People in insecure. Could you yeah. could you uh -huh. have it just confused as a value and when it really should be a belief? Maybe. Well, and it could be too that Any you're Maxes not are fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, that is a fact. <laughs> that is a belief. That is, a, that is it, fucking stupid. How do you put that in the form of a question? I'll throw that out there. What the fuck is wrong with them? <laughs> no, I mean, deep, isn't that judgment? Uh, isn't that yeah, judgment? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. It, it's, it's rare. It I don't yeah. draw the line in very many places, but that's fucking stupid. Well, but that's that's one but of those situations you... where that is a that is a value or it's a it's a belief. That is very, very fear-based, like 100% fear-based. And I've, I've found through experience that the people who are most vocal about trying to get people onto their side about their beliefs are the people who have the most fear-based beliefs. There's a lot of backfill behind that paranoia, and that's yeah. really yeah. where the heart of it is. Like, how did this person get to that anti-vaxxer place? Well, how were they raised? You know, what kind of well, household they grew up if in? Everybody, if everybody's on my side, then I have to be right, right? Right. right. Or if, if someone disagrees with you, that means you're wrong. Well, there's also there's fear, but then partnered with that is the loneliness. Yeah. Because if you weren't, because if you were just afraid, you would just isolate yourself and you wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. But because you're out there evangelizing and trying to pull other people towards you, there's also a deep loneliness. Like I need to yeah. pull other people into me. So I think those Hence two come. Well, the woke the idea of being woke, like you know, that's this phrase has definitely gained popularity, and a lot of my students are are bandying it around. Not really quite understanding what it means but but they get this idea that you know if, if somebody is socially conscious then they're woke um, and that that comes back to this this evangelizing thing and also this um, yeah not necessarily fully grasping all the elements of that what Russ said is that part though it's it the the that form of whether it's anti-vaxxers or conspiracy theories it's not about fitting in with the big group it's about having special knowledge yeah. that sets you apart and makes you unique. Like a five-year-old. It's, it, it, it's, it's narcissism. Eddie Murphy did it. It's, it's the reason all the Christians that have broken up into all their denominations and so firmly believe in the rightness of their denomination don't see themselves as Christianity as a whole. Right. They're their little special version. And we're right. woke. 
And because we know saying, the real truth yeah. about what God was doing. Yeah. Mm. And you could also that say that about is, Republicans I'm in a small or Democrats. Democrats and Republicans could say the same thing. And that's why we're in a however many week shutdown of the government because people can't days. come to the... This isn't political. This is um, people coming to the table and working out their shit, not acting like five-year-olds. Digging their heels in. <laughs> yeah, they're just digging their heels and saying, well, if you can't agree with me, then fuck you. We'll just keep the government shut down. So are they or are they not acting like five-year-olds? They are. I think that's a, that's a uh, emotional this is going to turn into a power... <laughs> to a... To a uh, power Chuck, you have the Pokemon. Go for it. What were you going to say? I was going <laughs> to... I don't remember. That's not true. Um, <clears throat> but Misha's leaving now. So. I'll be right back. Okay. So I was going to talk to right Misha back. about the when she brought up the being safe. I talked uh, yeah. to... Um, right. So I had therapy on Tuesday and had a discussion with her um, about fear. And just... Or feeling safe. You know, scared. You know, and it's I'm constantly on guard. You know, just my body is at this weird stage in life right now but she asked me an interesting question she said do you trust god you know and i really had to pause for a minute you know it's and we talked it through and it's like yeah okay whatever but then i through the last couple days i've been thinking about it just as far as like myself my friends you know and so it's when when i feel like i don't trust people is when i'm either feeling like i'm like they are saying that I'm lesser or I'm trying to prove that I'm greater. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's just interesting. Is that what trust should be based on? No. It shouldn't. And I don't know why <laughs> I do it. Well, I think it's pretty well, human to be that way because if you're you're getting emotional response, if if you feel like someone thinks you're smart, then you're emotionally engaging them with them in a positive way that can make you feel safe. And if you don't, and you're feeling judged, like you think someone doesn't think you're very smart, or doesn't respect your opinion, then you're feeling unsafe at a, at a very basic level. That's so. Can you feel safe with someone that doesn't share your value system? Yes. You think so? Oh, I think so. Yes. At all? I'm. I'm, yeah, I'm, like I'm, I'm all. not so quick to say yes. <laughs> Depends. I don't think so. Depends on how different the value system is. <laughs> or, or yeah, what well, it's about. Right. saying at all. I mean, well, like at all, no. But, it, but like, he's depends. on the ice. So why? I have to, I have to think why? about it. I, I'm not saying no. I mean, I'm just I, saying like I, I, I don't feel safe with people. But I'm wondering. Why? Why? I, 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 I would have a big argument because if somebody didn't right. value not killing people, then I would be in a bad position being in a room with them. Like my value system. That hits on the root. The root is that if if someone's value system is so different than yours, you don't understand them. Which means that they're a wild card. You don't know what they're capable of. If nothing they hold valuable matches yours. I mean, because a, you don't understand them at all. They they have a pers- why they would have you pers- give a shit what they think? You have a, I'm, I'm, that wasn't the question. No, the, the question, question is, the why question you, is you, can you feel safe? Can you feel safe? Oh, okay. Misha, why are you quick to say yes? I think partly because I'm a very optimistic and trusting person and I tend to assume safety with pretty much everybody I meet. Like a cannibal? Um, uh, well, I have not, to my knowledge, encountered a cannibal. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But you could have and you were safe, though. Basically, what she's trying to say right. is she's been super lucky. Yeah. <laughs> lucky, lucky, oblivious, and optimistic. I work with, That's I mean, beautiful. I teach, yeah. it is, it That's is, wonderful. I love my little bubble that yeah. I live in, but, um. Gives me a heart. You know, I, t- <laughs> there's that. I teach, you know, I, I teach kids from all kinds of different value systems and it seems like the majority of the kids that I teach don't value the thing that I value most which is education which makes my job really interesting but um but you have to feel safe with midgets Dude, they're all taller than me. <laughs> I teach eighth grade. They're it's all ironic that you're in a show that has punk in the title. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Um, I'm a rebel in my own way. I love it. But uh, I mean, my my students come from. Tons of different value systems, and there are times when 
I'm a little nervous about my safety, especially, you know, when I have a, a kid with a legitimate diagnosed behavior disorder who outweighs <laughs> me by 150 pounds and mm -hmm. has anger issues, like, right. you know, and, and doesn't value education and doesn't value authority figures. So in those situations, though, I've figured out how to connect with somebody who That's I beautiful. definitely don't share yeah. values with in a way that I can feel safe, he can feel safe, and yeah. we can both move forward and have mutual respect, right. even though we don't share anything in common really but did you start feeling safe or did you or do you have skills and have learned how to earn it uh worked it was, it was a lot of hard work to work towards safety but i i started off with the assumption that um this relationship is worth making it to a place where we can both feel safe in the so most non-offensive way, that sounds like it starts in a place of naivete. Yeah, well, yeah, so that's, that's yeah. part of <laughs> Dude, I would not teach middle school if I was, you know, as jaded and cynical as the rest of you. So. Oh! oh! Snap! So that's, that's, uh, that's part of the way our, uh, my therapist and I went with our conversation was Except just it. the assumption of, you, you have this basic assumption, and mine's the complete opposite of that. You know, and so it's yeah, it's been interesting for good fucking reason. <laughs> well, and I think well, a lot yeah, of because it, of how I was raised, but right, exactly, and a lot of it, it does come down to how you were raised. And I was raised <clears throat> in a very sheltered, like I did not encounter very many difficult things in my life until I was much older and able to cope with them. Yeah. So I think a lot of it does come down to how you were raised, and yeah. also I don't know personality from the from the yeah. get go. Oh, I've always been. Um, a shiny, happy people kind of person. I've always been a look for the best in everyone immediately, even if it's really hard to find kind of person. So, it's right. part. Of, I mean, part of its upbringing, a large part of its upbringing. A, um, some part of it is nature, and nature. some part of it is just you know blind. Put up the blinders. Faith. Put up your blinders and go. Faith. <laughs> yeah, that Connor just said it. Yeah. Faith. Faith. Someone like you saved my fucking life when I was a young man. But I want to let Connor say something first. Go for it. The, well, the topic has kind of gone all around. Oh, it's gone all over the place. All over yeah. the place. Hey, hey, that's but we're, we're, what we're in inferiority. Yeah. The I kind of had a thought. The time that this really impacted, like, it wasn't even my life. It was more my brother's life is how my parents treated me versus how my parents treated my brother. We weren't treated the same. Mm. And now that's not necessarily the bad thing. The bad thing is, like, I was treated with a different expectation of intelligence and ability than my brother. But my brother also had a very hard time coping with the fact that I would sleep through school and get <coughs> usually B's and high level C's and he would try through school and literally study and he would get C pluses mm. and he would feel bad when or inferior because we didn't really connect and really grow into being actual and brothers. And your parents kind of fueled that by, yes. by they, patting they, you on the back. Yeah. Good job, Connor, you got some good Yeah, well, yes and no. They would do, good job, Race, you really tried. Uh, Connor, you're horrible. And my brother would be like, why does Connor not get praised when he gets B's and I get C's? And I still feel stupider compared to him. And he just would feel bad because he, he would be getting praised when he was doing so much... He, he would be attaining less, but getting more praise, and then at the same time, he, he would be disciplined less, but <coughs> doing less, and responsible for less. Mm. And so, there's a different standard for him than there was for me, and that was very difficult for my brother and I to learn. And once we did learn it, and we did acknowledge it, we were able to really be like, oh, that was really fucked up of our parents. I, I'm really kind sorry. Of. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. But like, like, as I'm, a parent, like... What do you do? Allocation <laughs> resources. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not saying that my, my parents... I, I'm being honest. Yeah. My, I don't do know do if that? my parents yeah. were right and wrong in how they treated us. Like, I I do know we have issues because of it. Um, what, 
person. Who does it? Everybody's got for therapy. Who does it? I thought about doing that to my parents. And send them the bill for therapy. So yeah, the inferiority I think really comes in in childhood and feeling secure in who you are. Attachment, right? Yeah. Isn't it a human thing for people to feel like, like, like no matter how you were raised, just across the board? Isn't it pretty common to feel like you're not good enough? Like, yeah. doesn't everyone kind of have that somewhere? Well, yeah, if somewhere. you didn't, you would never <laughs> strive for greater, right? If you didn't, you'd be a narcissist. Yeah, right? True. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yes. Like, True. Well, is, there, is there something in the middle between humility and I'm not good enough, though? No. No? Realizing everyone's failing. Isolation. I think isolation is it. If you have a parent or someone telling you you're awesome for, like, fucking eight years... You're Everyone kind of gets a trophy. Yeah, that's that's like recipe for narcissism. But what I, what I wanted to say to 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 you, Misha, and kind of going off of Connor's, what Connor said too, was entering into recovery. There was a lot of people who would sit in recovery groups, and they were just like, oh, you know, kind of like, kind of like Connor's thing with his parents, you know, and and the recovery leader. And I always have, I'm very cognizant of. People in recovery, like twelve step, doesn't work for most. If you put it, okay, I, I don't want to shit on twelve step. No, I think the, that, the, the failure. I think the concept, the concept itself works, but the leadership doesn't work because you get a lot of shitty people in leadership that don't know what they're doing. Um, but one of the things that I, I experienced was someone like yourself, Misha, who came in, um, and and this was actually taught in a. In, in a social psych class, which was interesting too, where some woman comes in 100 pounds soaking wet in a church basement at 8 o'clock at night. And there's a bunch of people who are struggling with heroin addiction, um, methamphetamine, crack cocaine. And I'm sitting there, and, and she had some powerful things to say. But more than what she had to say was her presence in that room. And then I heard later on this woman who was in an interview and she was talking about, they go, aren't you afraid of, of these people, you know? Like you're just there in a church basement, at, you know, God knows, in some inner city. And she said, I just see a bunch of kids. Yeah. I see a bunch of five-year-olds. Yeah. And they're all sitting around, that one's grumpy and that one's folding his arms. And, you know, they're all just kids. And when you can see people like that, that breaks down that inferiority because I think emotionally maybe what we're not understanding is that we're all fucking kids. Yeah. We don't really grow past about six or seven emotionally. We may grow cognitively in all our fucking wisdom and intelligence but emotionally we just get triggered just as much as a fucking six or seven year old. Yeah, would. I think our, our base needs really don't change all that much. Just how we go about um, you know, how we go about meeting those base needs, communicating those base needs, and fulfilling those base needs, you know, and, you know, figuring out the people who are going to help us to fulfill those base needs. Those those do change as we get older. Those do yeah. change as we mature. But and it values, also, right. But it, it takes, you know, it takes, it takes guidance to be able to learn how to articulate. Mm-hmm. What you know? What do I need right now? What? Why do I feel unsafe? How do I learn how to feel safe? How do I feel valued? What are my values? And that that just takes, it takes guidance. It takes growth. It takes maturity. It takes experience. It takes trial and error. Mm. It takes a lot of failure in order to figure that out. And I think one of the things that I run into a lot with my students <coughs> is overwhelming fear of failure um, and inability to to move past that fear of failure and unwillingness to be vulnerable because of that fear of failure and that's that's you know that's a topic for another time but um but yeah this that idea of you know this we do i do see my students as kids granted most of them are taller than me and a lot of them could beat me to a pulp with really <laughs> easily but um but so many of my kids are broken so many of my kids are dealing with big T and little T trauma, um, you, you know, past or ongoing, uh, there's so much trauma. This is, we're very much a trauma-informed teaching style at our oh, school. Okay. Right. And, um, and the, you know, the, I look at 
my students and I, I look especially like the kid that I was talking about who out, outweighs me by you know, more than 100 pounds behavior issues etc um, and he he comes out to me every once in a while and when the rare times when he'll look me in the eyes when he's having a hard time and this great big beast of a kid just needs a hug yeah. and that's I mean when I look at him and I see that Everything else just kind of disappears because, like, okay, I see that need. I value that need way above education, way above, you know, your behavior issues, way above whatever names you choose to call me today. I see that need. I value that need. And I can meet that need. And you I'm your here for you. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. It's, yeah. it's all about consent. Uh, instead yeah, of yeah. saying, instead of saying, can I give you a hug? I say, what do you need right now? Do you need some space? Do you need to go for a walk? Do you need a hug? Do you need a fist bump? Do you need to write things down? Like, what do you need right now? And I lay out, you know, what are my boundaries? What am I willing to consent to that's on my yeah. end? And, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's, it's a respect thing. And it's, yeah. And teaching respect. Mm -hmm. I think that the way to think about this, because a lot of times when you, when you think about a topic, especially like this, um, my mind goes to what the opposite of that is. Um, but the English language version of the fear of humility, or I mean the <laughs> humility, the, the fear of inferiority is not the knowledge of superiority. Like that, that inverse is the wrong dichotomy. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the opposite of it is the lack of it. The lack of fear. Right, yeah. not n not having fear is a fear the problem, of, not the inferiority. Right, yeah. Yeah. The inferiority is the perception, but the fear itself is is the problem. And <coughs> and isn't that contained in humility, though? Well, not fear? fearing, no. Um, I don't think so. I, I think that the the fear is is based on other things. So we're beating around a bush by identifying it as merely that. Like that's a segment of I think that's something deeper. Right. So something deeper expresses itself as a fear of inferiority. Because if we talk about what the solution to that is, like we were talking about bad parenting, whether it's over over praising our kids or disciplining them too hard, like they're both pitfalls. Like that doesn't just work. It's not a it's not a binary system of either or that makes your kid come out and be healthy. They're not gonna come out healthy. They're all these biological creatures that just have a hard time growing the fuck up. <laughs> so if if we're talking about what the what the opposite of that is, it's the removal of the fear. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't simply come through doing the right thing as a parent or experiencing the right thing because we're all so different. And the reason for our fear of inferiority is going to be based on different things. Some of it's going to be performance-based. Some of it's going to be emotional-based and, and be around yeah. acceptance. Some, Some of it's going to be, I don't feel as good at, you know, X, Y, and Z. But is that, that's, I'm not saying humility is a bad thing. Like, humility is part of the human condition, isn't it? How is humility a solution to inferiority? I don't get it, Russ. So, if we... If we are willing to admit that other people have strengths that we don't, isn't that uh, exercising our humility or humble or being humble as a person? But that could still feed the same fear. It could, but it could also be just being okay with it. So like I this person, this person is really good at basketball. I suck at basketball, or like Connor's con thing with with grades. Like Connor's better at grades than his brother. What if that's just okay? And Connor's brother could just be, but we're not taught that emotionally. We're we're taught that emotionally you got to suck it up and just get better and be more like your fucking brother. And fuck that. Well, if we could just say, you know, hu humility-wise, I'm be I'm better at other things, and that's then, okay. Then why are the people that are great at some things still suffer from the same damn problem? Because they can't be humble and because we're taught other to shit. fear things. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What, so the biggest... That's, that's I, I just, I, I'm, all I'm saying is the, I don't the, see the correlation. We're like, taught to fear I, humility. I think it's a value. I just don't think it directly addresses this. I think, so The so back to the fear thing. So like the positive of fear would be the desire for safety, which has come up again already, once before already. And that safety, but then that safety isn't the end because we want safety because we want to do something with that safety. And mm. for the most... Part we want safety because we want to be able to be vulnerable and in that vulnerability have someone understand it and then reflect back to us that that's 
acceptable may be too light of a word and too, but it's around the idea of acceptable. So it, we want someone to be known and accepted to mirror our own identities and mirror our own identities thoroughly, the negatives and the positives in a way that doesn't break the relationship. Mm. Like that's the that's the ultimate desire is to manif is to nurture safety, develop this relationship where I can just be who I am in my head uh, and manifest it externally and have you understand it and give me the same and then give me some kind of response right. that shows that you actually understand <laughs> it and then in that is like an, yes and I understand you and and our relationship is stronger because of that it's not weaker than that I think that's ultimately what everybody's uh, shooting for Right. But, to know and to be known. But reality fucks yes. that up unbelievably. Yeah, bad. you can't just be humiliated or humble with anybody because they might shred you to be. You it's like that old Bible verse, right? Don't put your pearls before swine, they'll turn and, and, and yeah. fuck you up. Well, you can't. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's, That's, That's the best quote ever. <laughs> the theology the, translation. The punk <laughs> theology <laughs> translation of the Bible. <laughs> Um, I, I wanted to bring up a point because I was thinking about it and I was like oh wow this actually makes sense um, young men are taught at a young age like I was in high school we were showering <coughs> who's got the biggest dick and those that don't and those that are small feel inferior nothing they control about it nothing they can control but who's got the biggest dick? They feel superior, and they flaunt it. This was something you were because in I, high school, I, I in high, high school, school high, we, we, we showered. This like, seemed more subversive to me than something like kind of overt and like like an actual measuring, if you will. Like, uh, yeah, well, I mean, some are uh, showers. We didn't spend enough time in locker rooms. I, I did actually. Yeah, I like, no, I did. I mean, you were the athletic one. Like, like, well, I wasn't the athletic one, but puberty was very good to me. So, <laughs> so, long, as you're not, <laughs> so long as you're not the kid who's rock hard, because then he's got yeah, yeah, that guy, no. Well, I mean, that guy, in, in our day and age, that guy is, uh, oh, that was a little weird. But it, in, uh, and some of those athletic kids were inferior to me. Yeah. Oh, at least in eighth grade. Our, our <laughs> By so the this time is the superior job. <laughs> well, no, but, but, but Jamie, but, all but, of you in eighth grade. But as you're talking about, though, I, I, I'm, just, I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to remember it being like it, it seemed more subversive than because, like, I think about it and I'm like, all right, cool, like middle of the pack. Penis envy. I'm nice. Uh, we, but, like, that made the thread too. It's like, uh, but when you see the guys, we were like in a really good place, and now it's completely derailed. Kind of, no, like, no, when, no, when no, you're no. like Sorry. at that spot, and you, the guy that's like inferior, you just lost status. You just lost status in your circle. You just lost status in the locker room shit talking. Like, you got a small dick. What are you gonna say? Like. I would say, why are you looking at my dick? <laughs> <laughs> we're all showering together. Like, well, half the shit, the guy, I mean, boys were peeing on each other in high school. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Yeah, you went to a weird high school, bro. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. You, 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 you oh, just read to a very conservative I person. just didn't get on them. I went to Evergreen. That wasn't at Evergreen. <laughs> Did they have Did schools when you were a radio? <laughs> <laughs> so, do we not Did spend... you shower together? Yes. <laughs> all right. Do we not spend the majority of our life proving the worth of who we are and the rightness of what we do. Mm -hmm. You're seeking validation, right? But why? Can't, why can't we just accept? Because we're human. We're social animals. But have the confidence to accept or the, so the confidence to eliminate the need to prove the well, worth of what I do and the rightness because you want to know if it's right. To answer that question from a from a, <laughs> bleh, Sorry, wait, purely, from a purely biological perspective, you know, going back to our our roots as primates, perhaps mm -hmm. thinking from that perspective, um, you know, we are we are social animals, and proving your worth proves your your worthiness to mate, to produce offspring, mm -hmm. to continue mm -hmm. your genes. That's you know, it's a biological imperative. It's Darwinism. Um, at its finest, and so I think you know th this idea of safety. This is this is it's <coughs> a human idea, but it's also it's an animal instinct too. 
and mm -hmm. you know measuring dicks in the locker room that's primate <laughs> that that's very much primate behavior and it's 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 a social hierarchy within the pack to determine who gets to mate who gets to reproduce and who's going to be left gathering food eating the scraps mm -hmm. lagging at the back of the herd um, I think it's you know it's something that we see across a lot of different mammal groups, and I I don't know that it's any different from humans. We just put different words around well, it. Well, we bear the marks of our lowlier origins, even though we have we've evolved, but th that stuff's right. still in us. It's so. it, they call it in psychology they call it the struggle for recognition, mm. and it's like a concept that humans don't develop full identities without the call and response interaction with other people. Mm. So from from the minute you're born till you die, you're constantly building your identity and you're doing that by throwing, by having some concept of yourself, throwing it out to somebody else and having them respond to that. Uh, and sometimes that comes back very positive and sometimes that comes back very negative and both scenario, and neither scenario is accurate when they throw it back to you. It's mm -hmm. it's not right. actually, right. it will never match what you What if you grow head. in intelligence the more people <laughs> that you have throwing that shit back at you? There, there's some modern research that says that the more people in your life, the more emotional intelligence you are, you have, because everyone calls you on your shit all the time. Like people in New York City, they've measured they're smarter than a lot of people in a lot of cities, just because there's so many fucking people that you have to have emotional well, and they have I feel like that theory got blown okay. out with Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not face-to-face, eye-to-eye. Yeah, it's not, the same, face face eye eye. Yeah, not the same thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it takes... It's all intellectual. It takes, again, it takes a vulnerable situation, a safe... Yeah. If there's anything about Facebook and Twitter we've proved, it is that's not safe. That's not a safe environment. <laughs> yeah. no. it's, because well, it's not eye-to-eye. -eye. <laughs> except, and I'll, I know it's your turn, Yeah, 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 go ahead. Except, um, so we've been doing this social-emotional learning curriculum with my students over the course of this year and one of the questions that was asked last week during our social emotional curriculum about healthy relationships was a question about um, online relationships and the question was can you have a good true deep friendship with someone <coughs> online and a hundred percent of my students responded yes Wow. They're also it's, middle schoolers. So. Yes, but, <laughs> no, this, but this is yes. changing. Yeah. This is yeah. changing, and it's changing in a way that our generations don't understand. <clears throat> right. Because yeah. we see this <laughs> as a relationship, and they see this, you know, using the the social media as relationship. I'm right. weird, though. I agree with that. I do and too. I'm 41 oh, I years old, and it's because I was their age when I started having online relationships. But the question, the question that was posed <laughs> I was to them, the question more to the that was posed to them wasn't, you know, can you have a healthy relationship online? I'm, I'm wording it incorrectly. It was, can an online relationship be as complete as an in-person relationship? It depends, I An online relationship is different than a social media relationship. Uh, except that all of my students, all of their... They Snapchat. Social media. I think they... Yeah. Well, yeah, but, no, but like, they're doing it different, though. Like, Snapchat is much more one-on-one, <coughs> right, one -on -one, right, where right. Facebook right. bullshit public... Oh, yeah, no, nobody uses Facebook anymore. That's where that's old people... Like, it's dying. Yeah. It's yeah. dying. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, I'm, I'm interacting with it like an old man, because I remember when I was going through some shifting with my thinking, where I... I, 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 I had some friends... Uh, <laughs> there's a couple guys, like, I met in different states that I was... Mm -hmm. I needed... There's no one around me that I could really talk to, mm -hmm. and uh, I just found a lot of safety just kind of talking to some people that I met online in these forums or whatever. What about so, me? I'm woke. Chuck. I'm just kidding. Hey, Chuck, 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 Land a plane. Crash okay. land this fucker. <laughs> I do have one question before I land a plane. Is this game any good? Yeah. Well, it's just... We're passing around a it's, Pokemon It's Pokemon game. Yellow, but it's... The graphics have been enhanced, and the uh, interactions with it have been. There's yeah. different color Pokemon. For what? For what? Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> if you have to ask that question, for what console? Oh, wait, no, stop. No, no, okay, go. So I'm going to digress the conversation to land it, and I'm going to land it on a question on a question for you, Russ. Okay. And you're not allowed to answer it. Okay. <laughs> not while the recording's going. Yeah. So tune in next week. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Jack. Go. Fuck. Go. <clears throat> so, <laughs> you were talking so about the the woman in the AA group talking about you yeah, know she sees yeah. all these little kids, yeah, and yeah. you made the comment, and I wasn't sure if it was 
she said that we can't be more than emotionally five or six, or if you think that we can't develop past emotionally five or six? No, I think that in that stop emotional talking. state, they were all five no, or six. Stop there, there's a rule. You're not allowed, there's the rule is you're not allowed to talk. No, okay, the answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See that? I just spoiler alert. You're not older than five. Spoiler. I'm. Hey, I'm like so maybe if you, ten now. Did you just hit the stop button? No, go, Chuck. Uh, is it this one here? No, that one right there. That's a huge bitch. Love sons and daughters. This Thanks for listening to Punk Theology. Don't forget to subscribe, like to join us in having more ears hear this punk sound. Please leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio or wherever you may hear this fucking podcast. Punk Theology is the property of Digital Audio Project, a limited liability corporation, who is responsible for its content. Don't chicken out!